Oh, that was the other thing on our podcast. I was curious as to what your thing was with the cons because I thought you were going to do something else with it. That's why I was like, I, oh, I think I know what he's going to do. And then uh, you like what the little bit you gave me was like, no, that's not what I thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. I try to keep you guessing. Right. What I actually thought you were going to do was because I was going back and forth with Josh and I blew Josh's mind. That New York Comic Con for me doesn't look that great with artists. Yeah, yeah, I saw you tweeting about that. Right, sure. because there's not a lot of artists I want to see. Uh, just for me personally, like that I want to get. And he's like, "How is that?" And I said, "I'm, you know, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to that." And there was a bunch of things. And I thought maybe you were going to do like, "Does Todd know the card?" <laughs> the, the artist alley. No, where it's like, no. Where where you'd be like, "Do you would you, like?" A couple of people like yes or no on like whether or not you you want or need something from this people the this person these people Ugh. I'll be alright. It, it's still it's difficult to you know what I mean like we're not going to cross pollinate uh, segments from at odds to Longbox Heroes After Dark here you know this episode two fifty two right I was just joking as to what you'd call it but you know. Like an idea of like, does does he want one or not? You know. Right. Well, you already know what it is since this is airing afterwards. I don't know. There's right. too many. There's too many people now that uh, are signed up for the Patreon and actually listen thing. Listen to things. Right. Well, do you have it? Because you're behind. You're behind. You're the uh, Oz behind the curtain. Yeah. Do you have it set up to have? them both go if you're a patreon person and you get all the bells and whistles and boy howdy are their bells and whistles um do you have them that they both come out at the exact same time so you get your choice of what to listen to or do you send one out at like midnight and then the after dark patreon people get the after dark at 1201 well okay that's that's good that you mentioned that so the main show goes out at 1201 11:59 actually 1159 because it takes like a couple seconds to everything to cycle through like that's what time i schedule it for right right then the after dark early goes up on the patreons whenever it's done oh that's right because usually i do keep you uh chatting after we're done recording and i do like to mess you up so it does it does take you a little longer to get that so there is a buffer i guess because like i said i don't subscribe to our patreon you know um right and so you don't, I don't listen to podcasts anyway right so i don't know well i've listened to a few in my day some of the worst that ever were but uh i just don't know what and even then i don't know what time that like the patreon goes live so there's no way for me to know you know mm-hmm. there probably is but i don't think i need to figure it out right so well you know and again just so let's say we're done recording at eleven thirty, right mm-hmm. nice good round number right by that point, I'll have both of the files exported. I'll have, like, the fishbone, as we were talking off mic, uh, the fishbone of what the post for the main show is going to look like, right? Okay. So while I'm behind the scenes moving those pieces of the main show, like, I, I have to change it from the MP4 to the MP3, move it into the editing thing, go through my notes, pull out things, you know, if I screwed up something pull out the front part if we have mutant minute which we don't have this week you know so on and so forth then once i have like that part edited down then i throw in the opening credit the end credit and then the new sting that we have for soon to be named network thank you david and then i export then i convert all that into one file right right while that's converting i start moving my stuff around adding things to the post for long box after dark you mean 
Uh, no, no, no. For Longbox. Longbox is number one priority. Oh, I thought you meant this was all stuff that you were doing for the... I, I, all right, I got you now. No, you asked... This is a peek behind the curtain of how this all works. We're done. First thing that gets done is Longbox Heroes. That needs to be done before anything else. Right. And I thought that's what you were saying you were doing. You were doing setting up the fishbowl and doing all this to Longbox right. Heroes. And then so while that's getting... What, and then, so, like, I get the fishbone ready to go to put the new stuff in for this week's episode. Right. I pull, I mentioned all the editing that I do with the main show, because that takes a little bit more editing than After Dark. After Dark is pop off the beginning, put the new stinger on the end, and we're done. Right. So, while the main show is exporting, I'm trying to finish uh, as much as I can of the post. Mm-hmm. As soon as that's done, I start a new project, and I do the After Dark. Right. After Dark, like I said, takes a little bit shorter amount at the time. Run that through, and then I finish up the post. Once After Dark is completed, I upload both of them to the main site. Both audio files. That right. gives me enough time, hopefully, to finish the post for After Dark so I can attach the file for the main show to the post for the main show, put the image, schedule it for 11.59, boom. Right. Sometimes, depending on how long we go, we're real close up to that 1159 number, right? Right. So once that's done, After Dark is done, edited, the post is done, and it's scheduled to go out for 1159, then I do the post for After Dark. While I'm doing the post for After Dark, I'm pulling up the Patreon, and I'm kind of like doing the two at the same time. Okay. I, the... After Dark Files already on the, the website. I have to move, I now have to upload the After Dark file to Patreon. That takes a couple seconds to run through, attach the file to the post on the website, attach the image to the post on the website, schedule it to go out, you know, 11.59 Thursday night into Friday morning. Right. That's scheduled. Then I, I send the post out for the Patreon. Sometimes it goes out before the main show goes out. Sometimes it goes out, like, at the same exact time. Sometimes it goes out, like, minutes later. But okay. it's all within that little window of itself. Right. And you mean Wednesday night into Thursday morning, right? No. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, you're talking about the regular non-Patreon post. Then. Right, right, because I, I, okay. I, I, I schedule... I got the, you now. Yeah. Because After Dark has to go out two ways, is what I'm yes. saying. It has to go out for the Patreon people on Tuesday into Wednesday, and then it also goes out Thursday and Friday. That's where I got a little confused because you're double doing, you're double dutying uh, the after dark. That's true, right? And my little brain is trying to keep up with all this. Uh huh. I mean? So, and just so you know, this is all gone already. As oh, yeah. soon as we stop talking about Patreons and postings, this is zing into the in, into the ether. Just so you know. Right. Do you have an update uh, unrelated to moving things along uh, about an ACDC tour, or is that, like, not happening? Not that it's not happening, but there has been no movement on mm. the ACDC tour. As I, as we, as I told you before, um, I, I thought with a lot of people that they were going to announce it to do, you know, the, for, the, for the 40th anniversary of uh, Highway to Hell, and then the tour would go into... Back in black for the 40. It looks like if they're going to announce it, it's going to be straight up for their biggest album ever. 
and the tour will be like just a big 40th anniversary of Back in Black, which I still think is going to happen, but there's been no movement, any news on a new album, a new tour. Like they had, they, I actually have a check every day on Twitter and they haven't uh, tweeted anything since like August. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I do like, trust me, I have their Twitter site set to like send me notifications when it goes off. There's, there's no way I'm going to miss it. And if something pops up, you're going to, you're going to be the second one on the list to get uh, a mention. August 10th was the last time that they, they tweeted anything. That was just a video, like adding to like their YouTube page or whatever it is. Right. Cause it's not Vimo or anymore or whatever, Vimeo or whatever it is that they control it or whatever. So that was the big news to start with. But I just think, I don't know, like the third biggest album in the history of albums. I think they're going to do a tour for that. For the anniversary, I mean. Right. And again, I know you said that they haven't done anything since August in regards to it. I figured if anybody would know, what reminded me of it this weekend, you know, we're driving around, listening to the radio, because that's what we do, because we're old people. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had mentioned on one of the local radio stations that Pearl Jam is supposed to be announcing a tour uh, this 2020 or something. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I wonder whatever happened to that uh, ACDC thing. I'm like, remi- I'm like, I made a mental note uh, for myself to make sure to ask you about that instead of looking it up online. Right. Um, like I said, I'm even looking over the news because I haven't done uh, a- anything. Like, there's there's like things that I don't even want to click on that say like I because I went to ACDC, put it into Google. And, you know, click on the news segment and there's like, hey, like this happened. Somebody busted up a herd of elk with by playing ACDC into the field. Right. All great news. And then it's something like like uh, ACDC 2020 tour confirmed by surprising name. Click on this. And I'm like, I'm sure if Alternative Nation blog got and it was real news like rolling stone and everybody else like i wouldn't have to go to a week ago on alternative nations blog i'm not even clicking on that i'm not right you know so i have to you know and there's i'm sure there is versions of this for pretty much anything that you could think of Mm -hmm. um but there is a site that i follow on the old twitter uh, I'm trying to find it right now because I have you to f- ask you about your que- your your weekend, which will lead us into me doing my football picks, and then that'll lead us into next week's. Uh, you want to know the it? name? Uh, Al's gals. There you go. I'm doing too many things. You're not doing enough, I say. Right. God damn it! Where is it? I can't find it now. It's like, it's one of those sites that like, uh, it kind of patrols the clickbait headlines. Right. It's called film clickbait is the Twitter account. I'll give them a whatever. Right. So every time there's like a bleeding cool or a CBR or whatever thing, that'll be like, here's a bleeding cool headline. New image of Ray from Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, right? Okay. And then they go and they—it's like it's like those saves you a click things, right? I got you. I, I've yeah, yeah. Seen... And it just says the image is from the Last Jedi, not from not from Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. Um, right. And then it's just a bunch of people telling them like what it was, 
And then there's a comicbook.com one that says, uh, this scene from Spider-Man Far From Home captures one of Endgame's most iconic moments. And then what it is, is it's they're both holding shields. It's a picture of Captain America holding a shield and uh, Spidey holding like a piece of the bridge as a shield. Right. And didn't he? And they even missed that he had a hammer in the other hand. Right. Oh, my God. If you're going to clickbait, clickbait right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's like CBR. Joker is the film Marvel Studios can never make. And then he's like, true. Marvel is owned by Disney, which doesn't make <laughs> R-rated movies. Right. And they're like, which they get to in paragraph five of this seven paragraph article. Exactly. The way I look at it is here's five mistakes they make when they do click make clickbait articles. And here's five things they get right. right. I, I just, oh my God. Here's as soon as I one. see that, my brain shuts down. Right. Uh, here's a good one from Heroic Hollywood. It says, Rotten Tomatoes score for Joker drops after new negative reviews. And he just responds, yes, that's how it works. <laughs> right. That's actually pretty funny. I like that. Right. Uh, and I remember you saying, like, uh, we don't have to go see this, do we? Uh, it's just, you know, time. Time, you know? I'm going to admit, I'll see Joker. I, yeah. I, I got nothing to do, so. We'll see. So, and then just the last one, then we'll move on to you and your weekend. Uh, CBR has a thing that says Christopher Nolan is shaping the third Batman movie in a row. And then it says he absolutely is not. He talked to Robert Pattinson on the set of their movie together. Well, that's shaping. <laughs> right. He's shaping. A little, little bit of trim there. Tell him, you know, you know what you want to do? You want to make your Batman good. That's how he shaped the movie and walked away. So you, Todd, yes. tweeted out that you um, tried out a new place to watch your game this past weekend? Yes, because a while back, a few years ago, we had the best place in the world to go see footballs. And it was called Duke's. They had that. I brought the steak and cheese pizza for you that one time. Yes. That you really like. And that was a bar, and it was owned by this one guy and the guy who had the kitchen. They were separate. You know what I mean? So the guy who owned the bar died, and so the guy who had, who just rented the kitchen had to leave, and he ended up going to just a place that doesn't have any TVs. It's just a takeout place now. So the food's the same. I still go get stuff, but we miss going to see the, the games and watching football there. So for the past like couple years, we've been searching for a new place. And it's just been hit and miss. There's been nothing that I like. The only one that I do like is, and I know you know the place is Windsor Inn up in, yeah. uh, in Hamlet. But that's a drive for anybody who wants to go because you get a lot of people are like, well, you know, Scranton. And then from Scranton up to Hamlin is, is a drive. If Scott comes in, he's I, coming up from past Wilkesbury. I don't mean to interrupt. Didn't Windsor Inn move? No, Windsor Inn got sold for like a million six. Okay. It was crazy because it was a. It was all about like the recipes and stuff like that. But there was, there was two Windsors. There was the main Windsor, which is the full bar and blah, blah, blah. And then what I liked for a while, there was a Windsor, like, what would you call it? Uh, like when you get the Taco Bell's Expresses, there was yeah. a Windsor Express in Dixon City that just closed up after a while because they, they kind of, some the the people who ran it franchised it from Windsor. So they would get like all the stuff that they needed, uh, like, 
the sauces and stuff, they'd make at the main Windsor and they'd bring it down. And then everything else is like fry wings and a deep fryer. It's not it like it's wasn't rockets. that one, the Windsor express on like the main drag. Um, yes, it was right across the street from my favorite Chinese place that collapsed in the snow and three doors down from my favorite pizza place. So it was like the hub of Todd food. <laughs> right. Cause like right on the corner there, and again, like we're getting into like local like geography, geography which is yeah. so stupid. But right in that corner there, where that that four way stop of the red light is, there's like a uh, and an M and T bank or something or or an NBT bank. Right. I don't know what's there now because they tore it down and rebuilt stuff. You know what I mean? But then there's like a furniture store. Yes, which was a karate place, but now is the furniture store again. It was originally a furniture store, furniture store, burnt right. down, rebuilt karate store burnt down by the local uh, fire department by the way we dixon city's motto for a while was uh, we light them we fight them oh, um goodness. because truth- that when that windsor was the only windsor i knew right and that so just that had like a way, barn. i'm like oh well windsor's windsor's done no that the main windsor is up in germany okay so i heard a noise i don't know if that was you doing something with skype no, I was moving my mouse around. Which okay, I heard that 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 sound that when you start recording, so I thought maybe it stopped recording. Um, but uh, yeah, still recording. So we so we were going to the Windsor. And we really like it. It's great. Uh, they have wing night. They have they have half price apps all all during Sunday football. It, it's beautiful, but it's a long trek. So I've been trying different bars around here, and the one bar that was terrible. It was called the. Uh, something grill and the, the Bombay grill and cafe by my house. It's like literally a, a block from my house. So I could walk there. So I walked up there. It's under new management. Now it's called cheap shots. And I went in and it was, it's, it's a nice place. It's a nice place. Cause it has plenty of TVs. It's got the bar. It's got lots of room. Um, I decided to try the food, the food with the, the wings were okay. The, the sauces that I got, the wings were good, deep fried. Like that's, you know, you can't mess it up, but I was like, all right, I got honey mustard. And then I got like a, a, a the regular mild sauce with garlic. And I was like, eh, I'm not so, I'm not so big on that, but I really enjoyed the honey mustard. The thing that broke the bank for me, that makes me like, eh, I don't want, want to go back, uh, was that sodas were two bucks a pop, no matter what, there's not free refills. Oh, did you say no free refill? No free refills on the soda. So, like, you're paying two bucks, and that's like when we go up to Windsor, uh, that you can, uh, yeah, I'll get a beer, or I'll get a mixed drink, or whatever. But sodas while you're there for the, the four hours are like free refills. So now, I, like, I'll 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 spend twenty dollars drinking sodas like while I'm there. Yeah, I don't I don't drink sugar sodas anymore. I do get the diets, but it's still a lot. And she was like, Oh no, they're two dollars a piece, and I'm like. Oh man, we don't we don't dr- like drink a lot. So that's going to be like that was me running uh scouting for everybody else to see if they want to go. So when I drop that knowledge, we'll see how it goes. But the deals on the food were really good. Um they gave me like for $12 uh on Sunday it was a half tray of pizza and a dozen wings for 12 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. And I was like, that's a good deal. So then I ended up getting a beer and uh, and I had two beers cause like that I could walk home. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, and the, the Raiders got blown out in the second quarter, 28, uh, nothing scored in that against them. So it's like, I'm kind of done and going home. They're like, come back. And I'm like, Oh, there's a possibility. I got to see if uh, Scott, uh, Matt, uh, Josh or any of them, if they want to give it a try. And you, when you come out to watch the football, which you're so excited for. Nope. I told you XFL. 
I, I know. You're big on the XFL. I can't Huge. wait. It's, it's where I keep saying, where's my football? Right. <laughs> you're like Homer on the couch. Well, no, that, that when Vince did the big press conference to announce the XFL, okay. he, he talked about, like, how football was, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, everyone had con- – it was before we knew what concussions were. But it was like everyone was concussing each other and oh, blah, blah, blah. He goes, that's not how football is now. Where's my football? Oh, my God. And that was the announcement of the XFL. Do you think he has any CTE problems, Joe? Vince McMahon? Not the Vince I know. That's right. It ain't it ain't concussions that messed up his brain. Oh, it's a lot more. It was that it was the perfect he's he's very much like that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns has so many diseases they all get fit through the door. <laughs> right. So it makes him virtually invulnerable. I'm in I'm immortal. No, so the slightest change could kill you. Immortal. immortal. <laughs> <laughs> I use that all the time when I go to the doctor. That's your first problem. You're going to the doctor. That is true. You know what they do? You know what you, you know what they find when you go to the doctor? Things that are wrong with you. Oh. If you don't go to the doctors, they can't find things that are wrong with you. So I always say you don't lie to the police and you don't lie to your doctor. Right. But if you don't go to the doctor, you don't have to lie to them. If that you don't is do true. things so that you're getting involved with the police, you never have to be in a situation where you're lying to them. Right. That's a good policy to have. Yeah. I have all the best policies. That's why I'm living such a good life. An insurance policy. That's mm. the one you need. I'm right. really surprised your wife hasn't offed you for the money yet. <laughs> it's She's too weak. That's the real problem. Oh, she has, it's like getting choked by a child. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing, honey? Nothing. Go back to sleep. She can't fit her dainty hands around my mammoth, my mammoth thick neck. That's right. The hair gets in the way, too. Exactly. So, let me do my football picks. I'll do them as quickly as I can. Don't do them uh, too quickly. Fans want to hear. What was that? I said, don't do them too quickly. The fans want to hear. Oh, we kind of do the push for it on the main show. You no, know, I know. I'm joking. The picks. Right. I'm currently in 39th of 44 people place. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's time to separate the men from the boys, I guess. Right. As long as you don't separate yourself from words. That's all that matters. <laughs> so I got to tell you. <laughs> Writing that down. Yeah, write that down. All right. So Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Legally, I'm not allowed to pick the Jaguars. Uh, so Titans it is. Falcons and Colts. I don't know. Uh, let's say the Colts. I don't know why. The Bills and the Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bills. Apparently they're winning. Like for the first, like it's the first, it's one of those things where it's like the first time that they've had a winning record in forever. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Dolphins and Cowboys. I know Josh likes the Cowboys or the, the, the Dolphins, but I understand that they're bad. So I'm not going to pick them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broncos and Packers. Uh, again, I, I guess the Broncos aren't doing well, but my brother likes the Broncos. So we're going to pick them. The Lions and the Eagles. I know enough people that like the Eagles. So they get the pick. Uh, Ravens and the Chiefs. We're going to go with the Ravens because of, you know, sad Scotty Flamingo. Right. The Vikings and the Raiders. Because of my allegiance to you, Todd, I'm picking the Raiders. I like I like your style, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets and the Patriots. Now, I have a lot of friends that like the Jets, but right. they I, I don't know how quickly they give up on the Jets into a season. I already have given up, so I'm going with the Patriots. 
just really quick. That's a good pick because their their quarterback for this season got mononucleosis and he's under uh, a quarantine. Oh my goodness! So and then I believe they brought. I don't know this one hundred percent because I don't follow the Jets closely. I believe they brought somebody else in and he got hurt. So they might be on their third string quarterback for oh, the good. Jets. So that was a good call. Uh so uh Giants and the Buccaneers. We're gonna go with the Giants. Uh, Panthers and the Cardinals. Let's go with the Panthers. The Saints and the Seahawks. We'll go with the Seahawks because I think Seattle has an XFL team. Uh, The Steelers and the 49ers. Now, I have friends that like both teams, but I understand, according to a Facebook post from uh, Adam the Man Van, (laughs) that something bad happened to the Steelers. I'm not really sure. But I'm going to go with the 49ers irregardless. Smart play. Smart play. The 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 Pittsburgh Steelers have fallen from grace in the last year. Woof. From the last two weeks, it sounds like. Oh, after after the the the, the bees are going the three bees are have gone extinct at the at the at the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's a Steelers fan will get that. All right. I know you care, but go ahead. No. Uh the Texicans and the Chargers. We're going to go with the Texans. Uh, the Rams and the Browns. Now, I'm going to go with the Browns because I've got a lot of friends that uh, live in the Cleveland area, and I see a lot of Browns activity on my uh, timeline that I don't like. No matter how hard I try to eliminate references of football on my timeline, stuff like that creeps in. So that means that must mean I have a lot of people that I'm friends with that like those teams. A lot and, of people uh, out of root beer wrestling probably like the Cleveland Browns. Yes, yes. And uh, the Bears and the Redskins, I'm going to go with the Bears because I have friends that like the Bears. And you like Bears. Gonna, That's There's going to be another blowout, Todd. It's going to be – you you got to pick that one for the score, for the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 80-2. to two. The, Nice. The are going to catch them on a safety. I believe it. I believe it. Um, 80, by the way. I just know that uh, that you are a huge fan of Bears, so it's all good. Well, I'm a huge fan of Bears because I am a Bear. Oh, Oof. All right, okay. so before we can wrap this up here, uh, yes. Al's gals next week, right? Yes. All right, so it's a big one, too, because I think what we got, like, two full-length episodes of something that are, like, 44 minutes without commercials plus a right. pilot that's probably the same amount of time. Right. But it's all going to be good because it's Chuck Norris, baby! Oh, uh-huh, Chuck Norris. So Chuck Norris, a uh, very world-renowned martial artist. I think he might have been a kickboxer, and you have to say it like that. Um, he was also in a bunch of action films. But then once you run your course as an action movie person, you then become an action TV star. And he had a uh, long-time run on the TV show Walker, Texas Ranger. Now, I only know Walker, Texas Ranger from two things. One, when Walker, Texas Ranger himself, Chuck Norris, was the outside the ring enforcer for the Yokozuna mate or the Yokozuna versus Undertaker rematch at Survivor Series 1994. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't already have a place in my heart forever, Double J Jeff Jarrett was the only one of the wrestling heels that would sell or bump for Chuck Norris. And he sold uh, Chuck Norris's kick by doing a backwards flip on his head. Good for him. Right. So if you didn't love Double J before or after that, you, he's in the he's in my wrestling hall of fame 
for that. And then, of course, there's the infamous meme clip of a little boy saying that Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> yes. Um, now, you say Walker, Texas Ranger had a long run. I say it didn't have a long enough run. <laughs> but the way I, I mean, obviously, I know Chuck Norris from all the, the kung fu movies that I used to watch when I was a kid in the action movies. But I also know when there was a while there that Conan O'Brien had the Walker, Texas Ranger lever on his desk. Do you remember yes. that? Where, because I guess it went into public domain at some point <laughs> that at random he would just pull the lever and they would play a random Chuck Norris Walker Texas Ranger clip. And it was always hysterical. Always. So that's my, you know, Walker Texas Ranger story. I have another way that wrestling ruined that for me, but I've already Ugh. talked about how wrestling has ruined many, many things today. And I don't need it to ruin this podcast for me as wrestling ruins everything for me. Right, so Walker, Texas Ranger was such a successful show, uh, a show that I have not nary seen a frame of. <laughs> that wasn't on Conan. Right, that wasn't on Conan or wasn't a meme clip of a little boy having AIDS. Right. <laughs> there was a, they attempted to spin the show off. Uh, and again, apparently there was like a side people that would help Walker sometime. Do you know this a little bit better than I do? Uh, I, I, I didn't really watch Rocker Tex, Walker, Texas Ranger. I just know that they had, a, I think, two episodes where these other, I think they were bounty hunters, showed up to help him. As you know, Walker had tons of friends who were in different, you know, he probably had fighter pilot friends and, you know, mining friends. When you're, when you're Walker, Texas Ranger, you're, your friends run the gamut. So I just right. guess so that's what this was. At the tail end of season four of Walker, Texas Ranger, they did a two-part season finale that introduced the Sons of Thunder, uh, two childhood friends, uh, Carlos Sandoval and Trent Malloy. Trent Malloy was a protege of Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, so Trent, the friend, in this two-parter, I don't want to say what happens to yeah, him. Don't give Spoil- it away. Spoilers, everyone. Um, oh, okay, so wait, so wait a minute. Trent is the son. Thunder was the friend. Uh, that was the nickname of the friend of Walker. And then Trent is the son. Carlos is the friend. And they decide that they are going to become bounty hunters, much like uh, Walker, Texas Ranger himself. TV show spins off from there. Is promptly canceled after six episodes of mid-season replacement. And then they work uh, the Suns back into seasons five and six of Walker, Texas Ranger, in which they open up a martial arts dojo, which doubles as a protection agency as well. Oh, the APA. Right. Uh, so the spinoff, Carlos, who was in the Texas or in the Dallas PD, resigns from the police department. And uh, joins up with the aforementioned Trent, the son of Thunder, and they open up their own private investigation, private investigation firm. Right. So it's got to be amazing. That's the way I look at it. Right. I am excited to see a late 90s, like 1999, made for TV action TV show, even though it's going to eat up a lot of my time. I'm excited to watch. What do you have to do this weekend? Anything? Nothing. What do I have to do this weekend? I don't think I have anything to do, but luckily none of our shows are back yet. That is true, except for 
which you know you won't watch. Uh, not, dropping on Netflix on Friday is season two of Disenchanted mm-hmm. or Disenchantment. I don't know what it is. We always do that, but uh, the Matt Groening uh, medieval show or whatever. I can't wait for the new season. I'm jacked. I just finished rewatching season one, so I'm all prepared now. So as uh, again, not sadly, I did not f- finish up on that uh, show, but. They did just have an episode of Gilbert's podcast on with Billy West. I saw that. Or I saw that. Billy West and Jackie Jokeman. <gasps> we saw him. Mm-hmm. By oh. the way, we, we saw him. At, we were his best audience, remember? We were. We, sh- we sure were, Todd. He gave he gave us a discount. We were so good. He gave us a discount on his Jackie the Joke Man CDs and cassette tapes, which right. he kept in his hobo bindle next to the stool that he was doing his jokes by. So just two things about Jackie on this appearance on Gilbert's show. You could tell which of the jokes that Jackie, st- I almost said stole, told, are the ones that he stole and the ones that he crafted himself. Oh, how can you tell? Oh, there's the ones that Jackie crafted himself have a big shining light on them. (laughs) That say, need work. Oh, boy. And Jackie also tells a fantastic... Jackie was really bad on the show, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And and Jackie's good in small doses. And, like, if it was just Jackie and Gilbert, I think it would have worked out much better. But because Billy is such a strong guest... Right. uh, Billy West is such a strong guest on podcasts. He's such a compelling person. He has a way of telling stories, so on and so forth. He really overshadowed uh, Jackie. Um, but Jackie did have one good story in there, in that on an episode of com- whatever the show that Jerry Seinfeld does, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee or whatever it is. I believe that's what it's called. Okay, so there's an episode with Jerry and Eddie Murphy. And they're talking about their early days in comedy. And one of the most infamous Jackie stories from back in the Stern days was that Jackie was making all of these comedy albums for himself. It was Jackie, right? He was making these comedy albums and like he was just sending them out. He was barely breaking even on them, right? Mm -hmm. So this young up and coming comedian, up and coming comedian comes up to Jackie and says, hey, Jackie, maybe you can help me make an album. And Jackie tells this guy to go fuck off. Wow. Eddie Murphy. Whatever came of him. <laughs> so in this episode of Gil, uh, of Comedians Getting Coffee with Cars, with whatever, right? Uh, Jerry Sandville show, they show a picture of one of the early set lists of Eddie going to do stand-up. And the set list was Jackie Jokeman, who was the MC for the night, Jerry Seinfeld, Eddie Murphy, and Gilbert. This was from, the, the the set list was from Jackie's personal collection, because Jackie keeps everything. Like, back in the day when he would write jokes for Howard, he wrote it down on a piece of paper, hand it to Howard, Howard would read it, Jackie would pick it back up off the ground and write the date and the time that the joke was set on the air. Oh, that's, the he's sort got, of, that's the sort of pack rat Jackie is, right? He's got Joe-isms right there. Oh, no, Jackie beats me by a million. So, they wanted to use the image of that on the show. Mm-hmm. And they were willing to pay Jackie six hundred dollars to the oh, rights to use that. Right. Jackie tells the story on how he held up the producers of the show to get a thousand bucks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> At gunpoint, he got a thousand dollars. You go, Jackie. I wish I bought more. I bought <laughs> a the, CD or a tape from the him. way Jackie tells the story. 
uh, and it's his own story, definitely does not paint him in a good light. Oh. I can't imagine how it would. <sighs> That's all. But uh, yeah, so Billy West was on there, and what he did was he talked about um, who, like what, because J- or, or Jackie, <laughs> Billy West, talks about, like, because he's a big old-time comedian guy, and that's why he goes on Gilbert's show, and that's why he's a great guest. He kind of talks, they they recorded a while ago, but they released it, so it's in line with Disenchantment coming out, and Billy talks about, like, all the old different comedians that he lifts the voice from for the characters that he does on Disenchantment. Right. So that's interesting to me, because I'm like, oh, I know all those old comedians, from Billy's appearances on this and Gilbert's appearances on that and so on and so forth. So, And then he's like, oh, I stole this from this guy and here's the voice. And then I stole this from this guy. Here's the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know. Right. It was, and it was I a know- good listen if, you know, you can get by the Jackie parts. Right. I, that would be one that I kind of am actually interested in because I was with Disenchantment coming out. I was bouncing around and found out like that Billy West, he's the one who does... Uh, Zap Brannigan, right? Yes. That he, I didn't realize that. What's his face? Who was the comedian? Phil Hartman was supposed to be Zap. It Brannigan. was written for Phil Hartman. Yeah, exactly. And then he passed away. And then, well, you know what I mean? What happened? And Billy was like saying that he used kind of the voice that Phil had read for the thing, but he tweaked it himself. And I'm like, oh man. Now, I, I just I wonder. I think about that now a lot because I, since I read that with Disenchantment coming up, I was looking up a bunch of different things. Like how different Zap would have been. Would Zap have been Zap if it was Phil? You know what I mean? Yes. Like because Zap is like him and Zoidberg are like two of my favorite characters from that show. So like if Phil had done it, would it have been as iconic to me? as what Zap became. Like, I steal Zap Brannigan quotes all the time and love that show because of him. So I, I just found that completely, you know, as we're talking about Billy West, I just, I just that, that anecdote blew me away. So, but anyway. And we live in a world where Billy fucking West is not uh, verified on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I know so many dopes, so many dopes that are verified on Twitter. Exactly. I have no right to be verified on Twitter. He's he's a voice he's a voice legend, man. Like you know, a bunch like a bunch of different people, like Phil Lamar and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't I just like I said, I catch Futurama all the time and I'm looking forward to disenchantment. So that's that's all I got. All right. So uh we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, of course. Uh the Patreon. You can get the show two days earlier than everyone else. Uh, five bucks a month, a dollar a month helps us out. Whatever you can give is great. The links to that are over on the website, longboxheroes.com. You want to buy some shirts uh, from our Tee Public store. I hear some new designs might be going up in the near future. And of course, the Amazon link at the top of the page. Yes. All these that. All, and- yeah, I was going to say, these are all things that you can do. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's everything for After Dark today, huh? Yes, it was a jam-packed show. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Episode 252. See you all here next week for Al's Gals discussing Sons of Thunder. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.